Well, hello and welcome everybody to the next episode of the Westlake Daily Podcast. And today, Reese and I are going to be talking about the first of the Ten Commandments, which is, Reese, You shall have no other gods before me. Absolutely. Exodus chapter 20, verse 3. And tell us what you make of that commandment. So this is the most important commandment. The next nine are all talking about certain actions for God's people. But this first one is just unique. It's about the relationship between God and his people. And it's also unique because it's the only one that you break whenever you break one of the others. This first commandment is about anti-idolatry. And when we forget that, when we forget this first commandment, we find ourselves breaking it every time we sin because something else has come up and something else has become more important to us than who God is in our lives. And we replace him with something else, something trivial, something that we can grasp or reach or want instead of him. So we break this by having something or someone in place of him. And by doing that, we take away from his glory. We're depriving him of the full glory that he deserves. So in the context of these Ten Commandments being given to the Israelites after God in his grace has set them free, he's saying to them, as my people, don't go looking for your ultimate joy or your ultimate satisfaction or giving yourselves in worship to anything other than to me. And when we go after other things, seeking those things in other things, then we are making them a God as a substitute for the only God. Yeah, this is a constant reminder that we see throughout Exodus and then in Leviticus as well. Leviticus 19, where the Lord says to Moses, speak to the entire assembly of Israel and say to them, be holy because I, the Lord your God, am holy. And then basically it lists the different commandments. And verse four, he says, I am the Lord your God. You know, it goes on um, almost after every commandment. He repeats, I am the Lord or I am the Lord your yes. God. And then near the end there, just at the bottom of the chapter, he goes back to reminding them in verse 36, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. This is all tied in to who he is and why they should, why we should worship him, why they should worship him. Yes. They've been freed from slavery, just like us. We've been freed from the slavery of sin and we're free now to live in this new life that we receive through Jesus Christ and through his salvation. And it, it's, I am God, I love you, and this is the way that I want you to live. And don't become enslaved by other gods. Don't go back to slavery by worshipping other things. That's it. Don't replace the real deal with something false, something phony. Yes. Okay, what does it mean to have God as our God? Give us some areas where we show that either by having him as our true God or when we give ourselves to a false God. So I think John Calvin is really good on this first commandment. You know, in the Institutes of the Christian Religion, Calvin reminds us that obedience to the first commandment means that we owe God four things. So firstly, it's adoration. And he says, we render God worship and pay homage to his majesty. The second is trust. We rest happy and secure in God's power and perfections. The third is invocation. We seek out God's promised aid in our time of need. And then the fourth one is thanksgiving. We recognize God as the fount of every blessing. 
we thank him for all the things that he gives to us and that he reminds us of his goodness. And I think one of the ways that helps us to, to do this is to ask questions. When we wake up in the morning, how can we make sure that we're following this first commandment? How can we make sure that we've got God on the throne of our lives where he belongs? So it's always good to start the day thinking about these four things, adoration, trust, invocation, and thanksgiving. And one of the ways that it's helpful to do that is to ask some questions like who or what do I praise when I wake up in the morning? Do I look at myself in the mirror and, and praise myself or do I praise something else? You know, is it, is it my job? Is it, where do I find myself worth? What is it that, that I give my time and devotion to when I wake up? You know, and that's the first question to ask. And it's always the biggest one because it shows us where our heart is. And then who do I count on or what do I count on? When times are hard, do I look at my bank account and think, oh, it's okay. You know, I can weather this storm because financially I'm secure. Or is it my good health? Or, you know, what is it that we're counting on? Or who is it that we're counting on? Are we looking to God? And then who do I call for? When something goes wrong in life, you know, you know, if you need a plumber or, you know, or a doctor. But who is it we turn to in our time of need? Or what do we turn to? You know, do I look for comfort or, or food or... And, you know, yeah, it's, it's there's something that takes God's place and, and becomes my comfort, like a magnet I'm drawn to for the wrong reasons. Yes. And so asking that question can be really helpful to see what is it that's going on in our heart that take God's place. And then finally, who is it that I thank or what do I thank in life? And it's, it's God that we need to thank when we're reminded of whatever season we're in, we've got so many blessings and often we don't count them. It's so important to remember who is it that gives us these gifts and ultimately the ultimate gift of himself. We've got so much to thank God for. And just focusing on this, this first commandment reminds us of that. I am the Lord your God who's freed you from slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. And rightly so, for the right reasons. And we can thank him for that. And as we do say, we remember that the only person who has ever fulfilled this commandment or kept it for his whole life is the Lord Jesus. Amen. And Praise we God. Are, yes. And we are always looking to God's substitutes and he's the only one who hasn't. And so That's whilst right. we seek to obey this command, we know that it's only by him perfectly obeying it that we are counted righteous. Definitely. Well, Reese, that's great. Now, before we say goodbye, Reese, I'm told that in professional podcasts, sometimes the hosts will plug their latest book and encourage their listeners to buy their book. We haven't written one, have we? <laughs> but no. we could, Reese. We could write one on how Come much on, the joke. Welsh love the English. <laughs> It'd be a very short book. <laughs> And on that high note, God bless you and God bless everybody else. God bless.